In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who gives us much more than what we deserve, and makes us all brothers and sisters in Christ by His Word. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we say it, I want to get even with that person. Usually we say this when somebody does us wrong. I want to get even with them. I'm mad at them. I want to somehow get at a point where I am even. But do we really mean that? I mean, we don't really want to get even with them. We want to get better than them. We want to get to a point where we can smash them into the ground. We want to get to a point where we can say, Ha! You were a jerk to me and I am so much better than you. That is where we really want to be. And this Gospel reading simply proves that point. The people at the end of the story don't want to be even. They want to be better. And that's what we want. We want to receive more. Because after all, we worked for it. Or because after all, we're better people. Or because after all, well, we look nicer. Or because after all, we're this and not that. We have all of these conditions that we try to imbibe ourselves to make us think that we are better than other people. Not even, but better. That's how the people at the end of the story feel. I worked harder, so I'm better. Or maybe that's how you feel. I've been a Christian for X amount of time, so I'm better. Maybe you feel that about your job. That jerk got promoted, and that's not fair, because I'm better. Or maybe it was something else. But whenever you notice that inside of you that says, I'm better, it proves that you're trying to put yourself on some kind of scale here. You're trying to get rewarded for something. Because after all, that's what the people in the Gospel reading, they want. They want to be rewarded. You know, they're happy that the guy who went before them gets a denarius. They seem to be kind of okay with that. At least they're not exclaiming in pain. They're, in fact, just getting kind of greedy at that point. Right? See, a denarius is the payment for a day's labor. So you think about what you make in a day, if you've done that math. Just try to kind of figure it out. Whatever you make in a month, you know, take that down to about a day. Divided by 30. Or whatever you're currently paying for tuition and room and board and going to Fridays every Friday night and all of that other stuff. Take that down and divide it by 30 and, and that's kind of a day's wage. And so, these folks who, they get paid this day's wage, this denarius... They get paid that after doing only about an hour's worth of work. And so the guys at the end of the line are like, Sweet! I am going to get paid at least three days wages, right? Because that would make sense. 
So, you know, good for the guys who got paid that much. Yeah, this employer, really not probably the smartest guy. He's given away a day's wage to these guys that worked an hour. That's fine. You know, stick it to the man. But give me what I'm owed. Until they get up to the guy who's handing out the checks. And he writes out a check for a denarius. And the guy says, uh, you got this wrong. <laughs> um, here's my timesheet. <laughs> I, I was one of the first people. And the master says, no, you get a denarius too. I mean, there's a part of this that if we actually start applying this to our lives, we start going, well, I'm not sure I like that. I want to be rewarded. I want to get this sense that what I do is valuable. I want to get this sense of, you know, I worked on this so, so long, and because I worked on it so, so long, that means that I should get something for my work. Right? And this gospel lesson is a frustrating thing because it says, yeah, work all you want. (laughs) You get a denarius. Hmm. So maybe it's not about work. Maybe it's about who we are. I mean, that's the way that this gospel lesson is is probably meant to be heard in some ways. It's not that the people that were there at the end of the day were the people who just, you know, got up late. You know, they snoozed in in the morning, and so because of that, they didn't make it out to the day laborer spot at the Home Depot in Galilee. No, what it meant was probably that when Jesus' original hearers were hearing this, they were hearing that these were the folks that get picked last. I mean, you remember that in the uh, elementary school or the middle school playground where it's like you have two captains and, um, and uh, you know, I'll take that guy, okay, I'll take that guy, and then it gets down to the end and this is where I was much of the time. And they were like, well, I guess I'll take Jay. Well, that's, that's the guy who gets picked last and, and that's probably who these people are that are getting paid a denarius at the end. They're not being chosen because, well, they just aren't that good. Well, we don't like that one either. Because at first we're like, well, it should be all about hard work. And then, well, if it can't be about hard work, it should at least be about my inherent value that I see in myself, right? That I'm better than that person who gets picked last. Maybe not because I work any harder, but just because I'm better. And the answer is still no, you get a denarius. Oh. Well, not sure I like that. And really, that's what so much of all of these Sunday mornings are about. It's about giving us denarii. A denarius singular for everyone here. I think that's illustrated very well when we have communion. In just a few moments, you'll 
be up here if you believe the things that we believe about communion. You see us as brothers and sisters in Christ. You're able to affirm what we believe. You'll come up here and you will get a denarius. A denarius' worth of God's body and God's blood. You'll receive this little, not quite so tasty, wafer. And you'll get this little sip either from the common cup or from this little tiny itsy bitsy plastic cup. And that's it. Everybody gets the same amount. Now, even if you're one of those people who gets the little plastic cup and you look kind of jealously at the people that have the guts to drink from the common cup, those people are still not glug, 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 glug. You know, I'm, I have never had to refill. Never. I've waited for that moment. Even on Easter, I haven't had to refill. Sometimes I kind of judge the crowd at how much I pour in, but I've never had to refill. Because everybody gets the same. But there's a beauty in that. And the beauty is that we all get the same. That this isn't about some kind of mercenary process. Unlike everything else it seems like in the world, this is not something that has been affected by consumer values. It's not like if you come up here and I go, well, you haven't been to church in, well, about three months. I'm just going to get the little eyedropper out. There you go. And break off a tiny little crumb for you. No. It's everybody. Everybody gets the same. And you go, well, God, that's just not very smart. Because we should reward the 20%. Right? There's this this thing called the Pareto Principle. That 20% of the people in any given organization do about 80% of the work. And that about 80% of you do about 20% of the work. You know, you can figure out who you are in the midst of that. But we go, well, we should reward those 20%. God doesn't say that. God says everybody gets the same. It's not even in just communion. Everybody gets the same stuff read to them. It's not like there's a bonus class at the end of this that you just weren't invited to that you get to read the rest of the book of Philippians. Even though that felt like it was like the whole book, didn't it? We all get the same. And we all get the same because of this. Because God doesn't want this to be a thing where it's all about... Hey, what can I get out of this? Because God wants to give you enough. We pray that in the Lord's Prayer. We, we pray, give us today our daily bread. 
It's not even our weekly bread. He's, give us today our daily bread. Maybe so that we're forced to pray that prayer again next tomorrow. But also so that we're all on equal footing. Now, a lot of us are paid differently, and a lot of us are on different levels of pay scales and things like that, and that's not necessarily a bad thing when it comes to how we deal with one another in this world. But when it comes to grace, it's all the same. So that you can focus on what we have in common. And what we have in common is this grace. What we have in common is this Savior. What we have in common is being invited. Because you see, as much as you think that you are the 20% of people that do 80% of the work, In the kingdom of God, that is not the case. You're the last person standing in the Home Depot parking lot. And this God of grace has gone again and again and again and has been waiting for you. And he says, come on. Work in the vineyard. That's what he's saying to all of you. This isn't about how good you are. Amazingly, it's not even about how bad you are. It's just about that you are. And God wants you in his kingdom, in his vineyard. He'll figure out how you work later. But today, He wants you in. Amen.